Merry Christmas. We made it. We made it to Christmas Day, right? Let's read this morning uh, from Luke 2, and I promise, parents, I'm going to keep it, you know, relatively short. Let's read from Luke 2 this morning, beginning in verse 1. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first uh, registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. This is Christmas, right? Uh, this is the reason that we're here. This is the reason for uh, the season that we celebrate. Jesus is born. I want us to take just a minute and, and pray this morning. Um, and join me. I ask every week that you guys do this. Pray. We have a, an incredible privilege that we can pray together. It doesn't have to be a priest praying on our behalf. We can pray together, um, and we should pray together. So join me as I pray. Pray for one another. Pray for the day ahead. Uh, give thanks for the reason that we celebrate, um, and, and then let's talk some about Christmas. So will you pray with me? Yes, let's pray together. Father, we do thank you for uh, this beautiful day and the reason that we are gathered, the reason that we are here, uh, the reason that we exchange gifts because of the great gift that was given to us. Uh, I pray, Father, I pray for the rest of the day. I pray um, that whether our day is great and is filled with lots of family and lots of gifts or whether our uh, day that remains is not great, and isn't filled with family and gifts and all of that. I, I pray that the one thing that we would all remember and be um, filled with joy over is the gift that was given to us in Christ. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the day that we celebrate and the coming of our King. Help us to remember, not just today, but every day, um, the great gift that we have in Him. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I want to pick up in Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8 with that uh, Christmas story and walk through a few things here, um, some important truths that we can gather about Christmas. But verse 8, verse 8 says, In the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. So what we have here is the first Christmas announcement, or at least it's about to be announced, the first Christmas announcement. At the time that Jesus was being born in those first seven verses, that's not all that was going on. There were other things going on, and while that was going on, we have this announcement that is, is coming uh, about Jesus, the announcement of the very first Christmas. So a couple of things that I want to point out to us quickly. One is that Christmas came to the shepherds. This announcement, this very first announcement came to the shepherds. This is, think about it, the announcement of all announcements. The king had come. The promised one was here. Israel 
had been waiting. The world had been waiting. Literally all of creation, we read from the Apostle Paul, all of creation groaning under the weight and the curse of sin had been waiting for the coming of the promised one, waiting for relief, waiting for grace, waiting for forgiveness and and for justice and righteousness, waiting as we have been talking over over this Advent season, waiting for the coming of hope. The whole world waiting for the coming of hope, waiting for the presence of true and lasting peace, waiting for the love of God that had been promised from the beginning, waiting for the joy that all of us were created for. These had been the promises uh, given to the prophets and spoken to God's people. The king was coming, and when he did, the promises were that everything, everything, everything would be changed. Now, you would think that that monumental announcement would be made maybe in the city of Jerusalem, a, a, a big city filled with, with people, thousands and thousands to hear the announcement. Uh, maybe, maybe not just to the multitudes, but especially in Jerusalem to those who in the world mattered the most, the Pharisees in their world, the, the scribes, the chief priests, and the rulers. But that's not the way of God. The shepherds, the shepherds were a working class people. They were the commoners. They, they, they were simple. Many of them were uneducated aside from their, apart from their Jewish religion and of course shepherding the sheep. They were just average. Average, regular people. Most of the men and women who fill the Bible's pages are just that, average, regular people like me and you. And I think that's beautiful. Later, there would come the wise men, men of wealth and, and place, um, place in the world, prominence. So I'm not saying that Christmas isn't for everyone. It, it most certainly is. But everyone most intentionally includes the shepherds of the world. And again, I think that's beautiful. The second thing is this, Christmas came at night. Now, I I admit that I might be making more of this than the Bible does, but how symbolic that Christmas comes at night. This is when the world is the darkest at night. And I don't know that the world was any darker then that the world than the world is now, or the opposite. Sometimes I hear people say, like, the, the world is, is so much worse than it's ever been. I, I don't know that that is true either, that the world was darker then in sin, or the world is darker now in sin. The, the truth, the truth is that the world has been a terribly, terribly dark place filled with sin ever since Genesis 3 filled with division and guilt and shame, filled with running and hiding. Genesis 4 tells us, like so early in the story of, of the world, of the first murder, jealousy and anger and rage and warring and fighting, those are, are the pages that, that fill the Bible. The world has always been a dark place, but it wasn't just this general darkness of the world that existed on this night. It was especially dark for God's people, Israel. 
They were God's chosen people. We've been talking about that in this series. They were God's chosen people, the people of his covenant. They were supposed to be a people blessed by him and and prospering. They were supposed to be ruled by a righteous king. They were supposed to stand above, above all the other nations of the world. They were supposed to enjoy the power and the presence of, of God himself with them. He had promised all of that. Those were the promises. That was the covenant that he made with them. But here they stood ruled by pagan nation after pagan nation, and Rome being the latest of those pagan nations. They had no defense. They had no army. Their wealth had been taken. There was no wealth. And, and even the money that they had then, they, they were, they were, it was stolen from them. They were overburdened and overtaxed. Their leaders had become wicked. Their priests and religious leaders had strayed from God. Their darkness was much bigger and much darker than, than just the night sky. For more than 400 years, the prophets had been silent. Think about that in terms of how old our country is. For more than 400 years, the prophets had been silent. For more than 400 years, they had not heard from the God who had promised to be their God. 400 years of oppression, 400 years of injustice, 400 years, worst of all, of silence. Hope for them was was all but gone. Peace was only a dream. Love, it was hard to see in view of all that could have been. Joy, joy for them was gone, mostly, mostly mourning all that was lost. This was the darkness of Israel. This was the darkness that that swallowed even the dark of night on that first Christmas. But we know that it is in the darkness that the light shines brightest, right? Verse 8 again. And in that same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Jesus is the light of the world. That's what we see in these verses. Can you imagine being one of those shepherds? Really, I mean, imagine being one of the the shepherds in the darkness of night, just another night, doing the things that you did night after night after night, and in the darkness of the night, with no sounds other than the sounds of the sheep, suddenly the night sky, it, it, it lights up brighter than the brightest bolt of lightning. The glory of God himself shines in the darkness. The Bible doesn't say that it's the glory of the angels that light up the night. No, it's, it's the glory of the Lord himself. The night sky is suddenly turned to 
unbelievable brightness, the unbelievable brightness of God's glory. And there in the light appears an angel of the Lord. And of course, the first thing that he has to say is what? Don't be afraid. Like, who wouldn't be afraid of that? What, what shepherd wouldn't be afraid of that sight? Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. He is here. That was their declaration. He's here. He is here. The, the, the shepherds knew what the angels were proclaiming. They, they knew what all of this meant. Joy had come. Uh, the king, the king in the line of David, the king born this day, he, he is here, the angels are saying. He's, he's here. The one that you have waited for has finally come. I, I bring you, the angels are saying, the angel is saying, I, I bring you incredible news. Your Savior has come, dear shepherds. The promised one, the Christ, has come, and you will find him a baby, a baby of all things, a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And then with that, the heavens opened up even, even more, and there above the shepherds stood a multitude, a multitude, too many to count, of the heavenly host. And all together they were saying, they were singing, they were, were shouting, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. The darkness was shattered by an explosion of light. God's silence was destroyed by those deafening cries. He is here. He is here. Glory to God in the highest. Shepherds, your king is finally here. Amazing, incredible, beautiful. There are no words to describe. No, no words are enough for what they experience. No words are enough for that day. Verse 15. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Christmas has come, new city, and we should join the shepherds. Christmas has come, and we should join the shepherds. The angels, the angels left. The glory of the Lord was, was no longer visible in the night sky. And in the darkness of the night, the shepherds agreed, to Bethlehem we go. With haste they went, and when they found Mary and Joseph and their baby king, they had to tell them all about the angels. Like, it's true. Every, everything they said, we see, it's here. And they are telling the Mary and Joseph and anyone who would listen, this, this is the king. This is no normal baby. Here is what the angels have told us. This is our Christ, and he has come. And when they had stayed long enough, they returned to their field, to their sheep, to life as a regular old shepherd. 
but they returned changed. They returned glorifying and praising God for all that they had seen and heard. What an incredible night. What a way to start your day, right? Christmas has come. A light shines in the darkness. Jesus, the light of the world. New City, today is is a day to celebrate. A day to celebrate. Hope has come. Peace is here. Love and joy are ours. Jesus has come. We should join the shepherds in this Christmas story today celebrating celebrating the beauty of, of Christmas and the truth that he has come. We should join the shepherds today and tomorrow and until he returns, praising God and telling the world, he has come. He has come. The shepherds so overjoyed that they couldn't not tell the people around them, our king is born. New city. Today is the day our king was born. He has come. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the gift of Christmas, the the fulfillment of all of your promises in him, the the fulfillment even of those promises that, that aren't yet. All will be fulfilled in Jesus, our king. Thank you for Christmas. Thank you for your love and your kindness and your grace. Thank you for the love that is ours, the peace that is ours, the joy. Because Jesus, the light of the world, has come. I pray today that we would would celebrate, enjoy our family, enjoy our gifts and our food and, and the people around us. But more than anything, you would remind us, Holy Spirit, again and again and again. The greatest gift of all is Jesus. What joy we have in him. It's in his name we pray. Amen.